Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of Canadian Investing in the U.S. Uh, this week, my guest is Matthew Scott. Uh, Matthew, let's get everybody a, a bit of an intro to yourself and we'll get into this. Yeah, I'm uh, Matt Scott from London, Ontario. Uh, managed over forty million dollars worth of projects in uh, in real estate. I've been in real estate for about five years now. Um, done over thirty flips. Managed over forty million dollars, and uh, just I'm looking uh, outside of Canada and onto different kind of real estate adventures. Yeah, and then like uh, I don't know, we 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 met a bunch of times, right? So we've had some like you know more uh loose conversations where you just shoot off the hip whatever we're talking about but you uh what really got me excited you were you, know, you were talking about investing in the u.s and now you're talking about uh moving to mexico investing in mexico project management in mexico and honestly we've never talked about mexico and i like to go to mexico like every five years right for like a week so let's uh let's talk let's talk mexico we'll talk project management we'll well, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I always had a great conversation. Yeah. So, uh, Mex- uh, yeah, how did this start? What what led you to Mexico? Uh, well, it started with with when everything kind of started going south in Canada. I read the book called uh, The Nomad Capitalist. Okay. And it, it's you have to check them out. It's super interesting. It's it's. I always was narrow minded about like where I invested, and I knew U.S. was like it. It was it was an option to invest, but the more like the last couple of years kind of opened up your mind and reading this book, it's like the world is your oyster and like, how do the rich do it? How does like Grant Cardone, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, all these guys, you know, it talks about like corporate structures and like investing in other countries. What are the possibilities? And for some, I've always, like, we all have the, I realized, I realized through discovery because I went down to Mexico like four times this year and that everyone has the I want a, a, a condo villa in Mexico dream yeah. and rent it out. Yeah. Um, and it kind of interested me. So like Airbnbs, I, I mean, just I just like I went down there with a couple of friends. We hit the streets. Where are these people coming from? What's going on? Why? Why are they building like there's like when I went from April to September, like I was blown away at the amount of construction that was built and completed. What part of Mexico were you in? Just sort of. Uh, I was in the Mayan Riviera. So, uh, Playa del Carmen. Playa, yeah. Pardon me. I got married there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a cool place, man. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I was in Playa del Carmen. I went to Merida, which is um, four hours north of Playa del Carmen in Tulum. And I couldn't, so I went, when I went actually two, three years ago before the pandemic and they shut everything down, I was in Tulum, beautiful. There's this road called Coba Road. And I was like, cool. We stayed in the jungle. We actually like drove 20, 20, 20 minutes into the jungle. And all you hear is, ooh, 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 you know, like it, awesome. it was crazy. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> uh, and then when I returned in April for the first time after they lifted all the restrictions, I couldn't believe that all that forest where we stayed was bought out by Marriott by big developers torn down like they're putting in infrastructure roads like everything yeah it was incredible and so we just started looking into it more like where you could like three four years ago you could buy a beachfront property like one one or two bedroom for like a hundred hundred and fifty thousand they're going for like 400 now 
Wow. And they're like, they're doing a lot of infill there. They got rid of they like a lot of the big developers. They bought the, uh, a lot of the vacant lots and they're doing infills now and prices shot up. Like, like I just kind of be curious as to what strategies were there for investing down there and how to live a life without being governed by somebody else and like working for yourself and live, living, living life by design. Really. That's what got my biggest curiosity. Yeah. And uh, just kind of just started doing my, my some work on it. Like it was, I had a VTB on a, on a lot down there in Mexico for 44 units. I just, one of the lot owners just pulled out on the VTB last minute. So it really didn't work out, uh, but um, it kind of opened up my eyes. Like there's, there's like, it's, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> and you really, it's safe to invest. You just got to know who you're investing with. Cause there's even Canadians down there doing scams. There's even like, everybody's out to get you. Like it's, yeah. it's like when I heard the pirates of Caribbean, I kind of laughed cause it's true. Everyone's just trying to get your money and Jack yeah. Sparrow doesn't care, you know, like. Yeah. So, but, so uh, what's the plan then? You Cause you just talked about land development. You talked about like some 400 K properties. What's, what's your plan to, to do down there? My plan down there is so I'm going to be uh, doing some. Uh, I want to I want to share information with people. I have a, a podcast starting an international living, international real estate living and um, uh, investing. Okay. And so what we're doing is showcasing like different developers, agents, you know, mortgage brokers, like how to how to obtain uh, mortgages or how to purchase in Mexico or even just like Costa Rica. Like I'm doing a lot, like just all over broad span. Um, so I, I guess to really define that, Glenn, I'm all over the place here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I okay, am so moving down to Mexico, you know. going to be managing Airbnbs yeah. and uh, working with agents and developers to build condos and villas down there and cool. then see how that goes. And, and uh, yeah, kind of just stick to that. See, you know, I gotta, I, I've always, the place has a, yeah, it, it's a magical place, man. I, I don't know. I love it. It's just the whole different scene down there. So the million dollar question, can you get a mortgage? Yes. Okay. All you right. Can. So I, I, you can, it, the place has to have a deed. Um, all houses have a deed? <laughs> a lot of places do. Yeah. So it's just more or less in pre-construction. Like my buddy bought a one bedroom suite and he's been waiting two years to get the deed from the condo corporation. Okay. So, but he he paid for it cash. Like a lot of it's cash down there, and but you can get a mortgage. Um, I would suggest you look at the underwriting, and this is we're going to be doing it on a, 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 a podcast on it, talking to him because it would it could be start up at six seven percent up to sixty percent LTV, but there might be something in the terms and conditions that raise the interest rate. So you really got to be careful what you're what you're looking at. Gotcha. But okay. there's lots of opportunity, even so like there's different strategies in, uh, out there for investors, really, if you want to like, if you go approach a, a, a developer, you know, when one bedrooms are selling $200,000 complete, but they they're looking for pre-construction money, they call it friends and family discount. Yeah. And you can pick them up for like 150,000 by putting a certain deposit down and, and waiting. It's kind of like the, what you do in the new homes here, where you buy it at a certain price wait six, seven months, sell it for a profit, and you can walk away with, with some money. Gotcha. So this is going to be a question that make, can make, some people might think it's completely obvious, but I've, I've done a, uh, heard a lot of people talking about like different parts of Europe and stuff. 
is there an MLS or anything down in Mexico? Yes. Okay. Because I know certain parts of like Europe don't have it, right? And it's like to find even something for sale is tricky. So there is an MLS. So that makes things slightly easier. You're you're talking Spanish though down there. How's your Spanish? Yo escuchar español un poquito. I'm learning. I'm pretty good. I'm getting there. You're getting it, there? Uh, okay. You have to be submerged in it, like they all say, right? Yeah. Okay. No, but I, a lot I, of it's, it can be becoming Americanized down there. So like 50, uh, so it's the, the reason why like I kind of also like play with Carmen in that whole Mayan Riviera, Merida kind of area um, is that 56 percent. So the stats are it's the 10th busy, Cancun's the 10th busiest airport in the world, housing 37 million visitors every year during mainly peak season. And they 56% of North Americans are moving down there right now and buying up real estate. Uh, they also are developing a train that goes from Cancun airport into five different states, uh, which is like states of Mexico or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it goes from Cancun down to play uh, like it, you'd have to look at the map, but that whole okay. kind of short, I'm going to say peninsula there, there that train's going to tour every there, everywhere around there. That's awesome. Um, very American. Getting I, on the bus and taking an hour or two long bus ride. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's uh yeah it's interesting it's it's very americanized a lot of people speak english and they got tons of american restaurants down there okay so um does it make sense to invest here like maybe like let's sort of let's talk about like you know what what you know if you're you're looking to manage some of these properties so people are probably looking to buy some of these condos but the condos are like four hundred thousand dollars like um when I started investing in the U.S., I did it by myself and had to go through the growing pains of doing that. GlennSutherland.com slash coaching. A 12-week coaching program done one hour per week over Zoom from the comfort of your own home. Classes are kept to five people to be able to answer everyone's questions. Shortcut the process. Make fewer mistakes. Curriculum available at GlennSutherland.com slash coaching. You know, it depends. Like you can yeah. find some for seventy five thousand on the a little bit further back from the beach that you can still bike to in ten minutes. So those are seventy five thousand. Okay. A little bit closer. Like if the highway is the divider, seventy five thousand is past the the highway and one hundred and fifty is before the highway, depending on where you are. And that'll probably dictate what you can charge on Airbnb and stuff. Correct. Anywhere. So a high season, you probably get like one hundred and twenty dollars a night. In the low season, you get like sixty seventy dollars, but. You can do the long-term strategy depending on what you want. I mean, you can do the long-term strategy and people are getting 15 to 1800. I mean, heard two grand for a one bedroom. Yeah. Uh, American every month. Um, that's, and then they'll take a little bit less just to fill the whole year or you kind of just ride the high season and you can still probably gross uh, 20 to 30,000. Cool. That's nice. Um, and then for figuring out these, uh, airbnbs i know you'll be local down there but does like do apps like air dna do they even exist in mexico yeah yeah okay. you can you can still look at that stuff and even yeah they, they that all that all works down there that's awesome <laughs> and it really depends on who you're managing it's like what i found doing some investigation like it's just yeah they're gonna manage it yourself or hire somebody just make sure that somebody like really hustles like if they just got to keep on top of it that's how you keep you're competing with thousands of other people Right. And it's all who, you know, it's just like selling, selling condos down there. It's all who, you know, and market to. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And put, yeah, putting like what I've learned a lot of is even just putting the extra effort in, you know, posting on the places where people who are looking to go down there would go and look right. You know, yeah. you know, besides Airbnb, like, you know, they did, people will look on like tourist sites and, you know, Facebook groups and all kinds of stuff, right. Just to, to be the guy that's there where they're, where they're looking. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. So any other snags? Like what's, what is this like just as easy as investing in like, you know, Canada, the U S like, is, what, is there some differences? Maybe corporations, you, you, uh, you, you mentioned at the very start, some, the corporate stuff. Um, what's that like? <laughs> so corporate structures, like by like $500 a year, 500 to a thousand bucks. Um, the, they just recently changed their corporation corporate stat, like st structure in Mexico to, you could be built up to 30%. Okay. Um, tax so but and like there are ways of getting around it that's what nomad capitalist kind of showed me like yep. if you even have it's probably better to have another i don't know i'm not this people should put a disclaimer in here <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so slap something up on the screen right it, it's just about <laughs> like so you can it's called a factura number which is our canadian tax id number so if you put money into your canadian corp lend it to your Mexican corp and then find a way to bring it back and pay no tax in Me Mexico. That's very, it's, it's just to defer your tax. And there, there, it's, 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 a little, it's, it's a little bit more complicated, totally refer to your account, but <laughs> um, it, the tax rate, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's just 30%. Okay. And um yeah, and I assume they have the like, same kind of write-offs and everything that. You know. Yeah, like you can write off more, and like actually, so like for, uh, I'm waiting to get it confirmed, but I was told that you can, if you're so if you become a temporary resident, you can get four hundred thousand dollars tax-free every four years, and if I pay you cash, I can write off sixty percent of that. Interesting. So there's definitely, and then, yeah, so it's, it's, but it's a, it's a cash game out there too. A lot of people would rather just pay cash. So like a lot of agents and everything get, get paid cash down there. And that's the way they prefer okay. it. And when you close these properties are like, is it kind of like the American system where you're using a title company or like a Canadian system where you use two lawyers or I don't know if you went through that whole process yet. I haven't fully gone through it, but I know there's a notary involved and you have to, you have to, so the biggest thing is titles. So there's there's three titles in Mexico. Uh, the I forget, I forget the third one, but it was basically issued by the government years and years ago that was given to people for farmland. Um, I, I forget what it is, what it's called now, but it's rarity. You don't have to, it, if you don't have like, for, that, it's a little confusing. I don't, it's hard yeah. to get into with that one because it was only, it's only in farmland away from the major cities and it's and like this family this these bigger families from old like years ago bought like bought these titles yep and the only way you could obtain the full title for that land was to like either pay them for that final deed it's very rare you're gonna have to go to rural like you have to go into the jungle like it's so if, like you have to really know what you're looking at it, it's not beachfront property and like and to bring up beachfront property it is true that as a foreigner you're not allowed to own um any beachfront or anything like 100 meters from the beach something like that 
Okay. But it just sits with your in, in the bank in trust with your lawyer. They have no power. They have no um, they can't force your hand to sell the property, buy the property from you. They're just holding it in trust in the corporation. So you so you can own that like close to the beach. Gotcha. So if you're going to buy something down there, would you advise kind of like to go, um, you know, put it under contract and then have like some sort of lawyer or uh, attorney or somebody like go and, you know, check the title, check the, the you know, everything that's before you've got going too far. Yeah, as because the even the person that you're dealing with, like there's some stories where like you, you may be buying it off, uh, land off somebody or buying a house off somebody that squatted and doesn't even have the lot. And, like it doesn't even have the deed. So like if, that I strongly recommend, yes, lock it up and then get a notary and an attorney on it. Yep. Just because you want to make sure whatever their deed, deep proposal deed or the documentation that you have is legit. Because there's some like it's just it's just the Pirates of the Caribbean, Wild Wild West. Everybody's trying to excuse me, everyone's trying to make a buck, right? So yeah. no, no, it makes sense. Um <clears throat> so it what I'm coming to a conclusion on all of this is if you're interested in investing in Mexico, go track down Matt Scott or Matthew Scott or find his podcast that's coming out soon and uh, get in touch with him because I think that there's a, there'll be some expertise, especially as you you grow this and you get specialists on. Um, it'll it, I think it's going to probably be a really powerful tool for people who are interested in that area. Yeah. Um, you going to keep your Can Canadian stuff or what's the plan there? I'm keeping it for now. Um I've kind of already liquidated a lot of it anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of just with, with the market right now, like I, w I was a predominant flipper for, for five years, bought and burrs, buying holds. The prices aren't there yet. Um, and the interest rates just make it super hard to obtain anything here. That's why I even like the U S too. Like I was like looking at a triplex for a hundred thousand dollars the other day and with the vendor take back. Yeah. You know, there's definitely opportunities. Like I'm, I'm more like, right. I guess just to indirectly answer that I am, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'd really buy much unless it's a really good price. Right. It's a and good Ontario way to do it. Super hard. Why buy it if it's not going to make sense? You need, more, you need exits, right? You need to be able to, if something changes and you don't unload it tomorrow, you're not going to lose money on it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where I've learned over the last even couple months where like you have to hit your exit plans because if your exit plan of buying and holding it makes doesn't make any sense while well, selling it is well did you at least like make it worth your while like i've been presented deals where i had to do a 10 unit conversion and remodel the whole thing because the contractor walked away on them and it was just gutted and i'm like he was trying to sell it for top dollar and i'm like man i, I want to give you the price but i mean if even if even if i couldn't get financing and i wanted to sell it i'm breaking even like i'm, I'm not making no, anything that has to make sense for you you gotta it buy does. it right especially now right something changes in your life or you partner with somebody they get divorced they need to liquidate this stuff like one week later after close like you, you, you can't be stuck with this thing you know it has to make sense to be able to even sell it for exactly. to make, at least get your money back but ideally make a profit still yeah days on market like lending like lending ltvs are getting tough like, like but I, I mean as sure as you know glenn you us is better for that yeah but you're still you're gonna have to be i think everyone is just uh, has to be smarter. Like we're going to have to work harder than we used to work and buy smarter than we used to buy. We're going to a little bit of a tangent, but uh, no, it, it's, it's true. true though. Like that's, I've, I've opened up my eyes, my friend. Like it's, I did pretty good. And yeah, 
But I mean, if everybody right, makes, everyone does awesome when it's just, it, no matter what you bought, it goes up by 20% every year. It doesn't matter if you bought the worst deal in all of London, <laughs> it wouldn't matter, right? Like for some of these people, you go to some of the meetups and, you know, you're starting to see some people who, you know, may have made some mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Budgeting and construction is the biggest part. Like it's, uh, people don't underestimate and they don't think of the hidden costs of lend lender fees and all that stuff that creeps up on you. Yep, an up market will fix that though, right? It'll, it'll, you know, be, oh, I want to sell it for more. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah, you can hold <laughs> on to it for two months and make another twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Exactly. Oh, didn't okay. matter. <laughs> yeah. I had that on one of my properties in Florida. The the renovation went long, but it just kept appreciating. In the end of it, we sold it for about seventy thousand more than we had planned on selling it for. Wow. Uh, but you know, like it covered the carrying cost because it just went. But now you can't do that, right? <laughs> it'll no. bury you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it'll be yeah, be interesting times in the next year. Yeah, you're gonna see. This is the, this is now the start of the downhill slide, my friend. I think <laughs> just starting to see it. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, people want to get a hold of you. Uh, what's your contact information, or how do they how do they track you down? I can track me down on Facebook, Matthew Scott. Um, you know, or MJ. You can. But just give my email too, I guess, or yeah, whatever you want. You don't have to give everything if you don't want to. <laughs> uh, you can email me at info at mjsproperties.ca. I have a website as well. Um, and uh, yeah, 519-657-6678. Just love a conversation. <laughs> That'll work until you move to Mexico. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Looking sure you're not going to keep your Canadian number. Or maybe you could convert it to a VoIP number. You can number use it down there now, eh? Yeah, I guess yeah. you could. Yeah, yeah. You can use, you can use these numbers everywhere now. Yeah, you can even forward it to your new Mexican number. Like, there's man, it's un I, I, unreal, uh, unreal stuff, <laughs> unreal stuff. Awesome. Anyway, Matt, thanks for coming on the show. This was actually a real fun one. I liked it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, Glenn. Glad to have you on my podcast next. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs>